Hi, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. Uh, I am your host, Yasi, also known as Yasmin. Um, and I'm joined here by my beautiful cousin. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm the other host because I think I'll be here every episode. <laughs> yeah, will. I'm Fatih, also known as Fatima, and I'm Yasmin's cousin. And we're super excited to be introducing these topics of conversation to you guys and just hope that you guys vibe and kind of, you know, relate to what we're talking about. And yeah. Um, let's talk about what we want to talk about and why we like decided to create this podcast. It hasn't been long since we decided on it and started planning it. Um, so initially, I think we were both in like a really weird space. Um, keep in mind, uh, Fatih and I are very close in age. So majority of our life experiences, I'd say, happened around the same time. So we have a lot of, um things in common emotions in common we're both Tauruses so <laughs> I'd say we're yes. we're a little similar um yeah. yeah and then like the other day we were talking about just life in general and we kind of both felt like since we're you know in that space after you graduate and you don't know what you're doing um we thought the perfect you know Thing to start so we don't feel like we're wasting our days is a podcast yeah and also we like tried to do a podcast years ago but I think oh. we were just both kind of like years ago scales. we were kids weren't we like yeah, this was we when were, we were like 16 I think or... I was in first year or something but mm. it was just like it wasn't something that we would we would have been able to maintain and to do like on a weekly or like twice a week or once a week basis so um, the idea just came back to me because I was like I think we just have such important topics like it's just it's so um, like I think it's so true that we're not the only people experiencing this and being able to talk to like a larger community and kind of get opinions and kind of how like different how other people view the way that they kind of went into the world after university and all of that. Like, I think it's, um, it's just going to be great to be able to have an open conversation about these things that we're very passionate about. I would say (laughs) we have, we have very, um, similar opinions, but very, um, like passionately speak about these topics. (laughs) Yeah. I can definitely Um, agree with that. (laughs) And also, um, like you mentioned, the topics that we really want to talk about mostly uh, surround life influences and like um, the way we were raised or the community that we were brought up in and things that we experienced in different, you know, parts of the world and and even like same parts of the world sometimes. Yeah, Um, I think so that's just... Yeah, I was just going to say, I think we should also mention the fact that we are living opposite lives. Like we lived, um, we lived in two different countries and now we've kind of switched space, switched like places. And I'm now living in the place that you were living in versus you living like close to the place that I used to live in. Mm -hmm. And these are two completely different like uh, countries and then different in different parts of the world and culturally speaking it's so different so we both now have a very good idea of how the two 
like lives that we live are <laughs> and how we're yeah. able to like find the similarities differences what we like what we don't like and all of that um for context i was brought up in the middle east and fati was brought up in the west um <laughs> and now i live in the west and fati moves back to the middle east so it, it, it is really weird how we switched our um like lives and lives <laughs> yeah. yeah um but the thing the i think the like biggest in, uh, difference is that you lived with your family in the west whereas i lived alone in the west i feel like we have mm-hmm. some differences ish um about like how like yeah. we have some differences with how we lived and also you were yeah. younger um, yeah, I, I got um, I got to live both the life with my family as well as without. So I think I, I still have that little bit of kind of connection to you, but not completely yeah. because I never lived on my own completely. But I did like go to school when I didn't have like my family around me. And um, I think, yeah, we can still find similarities in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, the topic of today's podcast that we wanted to talk about is self-identity and I'm glad we talked about where we were raised and you know what we want to talk about because it fits in really well with the topic of identity crisis this is something that both you and I struggle with and not just us I'm sure like thousands even millions billions of girls (laughs) or people just um struggle with this every single day so Fatih I'm going to ask you um, what do you associate your identity with the most? Um, I think I would associate my identity the most with the West, just because, um, like, my mentality, the way I view things, the way I think about things, I'm not too picky, at least when I'm not living in the Middle East. Like, um, you know, in the West, growing up there, I just realize that people um people tend to be very sensitive and um take things personally in terms of like specific things whereas here like you're under a microscope everything is being viewed by everyone and people are easily being allowed to give their opinions so the life there versus here i would say i associate myself more with the west because um I don't care about, like, I still, you know, the cultural differences, I tend to go more towards the West because I don't really, like, have that mindset of, um, you know, why is she wearing something like that? Or, you know, why would she do this? Why would she do that? Why is he doing this? Stuff like that. Just, like, being so um, specific and picky on people's, like, characteristics personality like I just get along with whoever I get along with and if I don't like that's it like I'm not going to try to be best friends with you whereas here people will try to get close to people they don't like just to get information from them and stuff like that so yes (laughs) to answer that very shortly I would say that I associate my identity most with um the western culture do you think it was difficult for you because you know um you grew up in the west but majority of your summers you spent in the Middle East, um, was it, was it a bit, um, yeah, was it challenging um, coming to the East? Yeah, um, definitely challenging, but also not because when I'm younger, I don't really care for stuff that 
can cause certain challenges. So, um, you know, in the first, I want to say maybe like eight years or so, like the summers that I would come here, I would like adore. Like it was just something that I was always looking forward to doing. But as you grow up, you start to see certain behaviors, certain interactions, like negative interactions and stuff like that. So I think growing up, I was less and less and less excited to come back for the summer because just things would just keep happening in the summer that just um, was just really bad. Like it was just bad experiences, things I didn't ever expect to happen, happen and all of that. So um, I would say yes, but the challenges came later on than like just from the beginning. I think that that has a lot to do with you just growing up in general um, because people start treating you like an adult or like treating you like, you know, an older version. (laughs) So basically an adult and they just have different expectations of you and um, it kind of just fucks with you from what I remember. Yeah, I think I just I was never used to having family around me all the time. So being Mm. a part of a big fam. Well, I consider my family pretty big and we get together like pretty often. We have a massive family. Yeah. Like (laughs) it's just not, it wasn't easy for me to be around people that did criticize and that did have opinions about how I dressed or what I looked like or how I, how I wore certain things, clothing, stuff like that. So, um, like that, that was, I think the most difficult thing because some like, personally you know having that western mindset i'm like it's fine i just won't go to their house because i don't like the way they talk to me and stuff but here like yeah, my but that's not allowed like, that's not allowed you can't like, do that you can't, <laughs> yeah. you can't just like excuse you can't just yourself decide. from a family yeah. gathering yeah exactly yeah. so like, you know you what's ha- weird have to, like grow into it yeah what's weird is like um both you and i had uh western friends and like when we discuss well in my case whenever I discuss these issues with them they'd be like well just don't do it and it's like no like I can't I physically can't Um, like that sentence the sentence of just pull yourself away from the situation is just not here or like it's not that difficult like just do this or do that and it's like no you don't understand don't take it to heart yeah take it to heart like um I always took it to heart (laughs) (laughs) no 100% oh I was gonna say what's funny is that like you lived in the west and you had these ideas and um issues that you had to deal with uh whereas when I grew up when I was growing up um I felt like I was very much by myself in like dealing with issues like this because the community that I was raised in I, I, I don't know if this is true or not, but from what I gathered, I felt like I was the only person who thought like that. Like I was the only person who never wanted to go to gatherings, never wanted to go to weddings. Like by this, I mean like comparing myself to girls my age and, you know, in the same generation and stuff. Um, growing up, I realized that some of these girls might have also felt these things, but they never showed it. So they really, really embrace the culture and they embrace the community whereas I never could it's not that I didn't want to I just physically couldn't one because I was secluded most of the time anyways 
it was more like they'd see it as my personal issue. Like I actively tried not associating with everyone. Whereas yeah. if they had asked you who you were my age, they would have gotten the same response, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. It's that's like, another, it's like, that's, yeah. That's another big thing in our like culture. We tend to focus more on the flaws of the person than the flaws of the communities and what, yeah. you know, the community is neg- negatively like putting these kind of restrictions and, you know, just dumb things on young kids and sometimes especially kids get interested, especially yeah. girls. Yeah. So we don't have that freedom to like, you know, have our group of friends and try to do whatever we want with them and stuff like no we were always asked like where are you going who are you going with what are you guys doing don't be out till late but like send me photos you know (laughs) as proof (laughs) did you know her help no (laughs) really no I I started getting that when I got older which to me was so shocking because I'd never Mm -hmm. done anything to like you know have those questions come about and I was always like they just they just assume you're gonna be a rebel like they just you know try yeah, to try to it's so weird you know, yeah they try to like handcuff you from early on so they don't you know expect that from you but in reality like it's the society that makes you that way and it's the society that pushes you away and it's the community that you live in that makes you feel so like unwanted maybe like secluded mm. you just don't feel like you're part of it and like I also felt that here uh, especially like in the last few years not having friends here in the west has been very difficult because everyone like sorry yes in the (laughs) middle east um my mentality is still you changed your identity with me for a second I changed it (laughs) yes we changed switched back again um but yeah no I was just gonna say like um I just don't really feel a part of a community here I think especially after COVID there like really isn't a community anymore but um just not having friends here and especially the last year that I've moved back and I don't have any friends I've just been a part of my family like too much because I I don't have anyone here that's the same age as me um and if they are around the same age like we're just in different levels like times in our lives like we're not doing the same things we're not you know, similar interests and stuff that doesn't exist. So normally, like, a uh, get-together, like, a girl's get-together would just be, like, my aunts and my, like, older cousin. And they sit and talk about cooking and cleaning and what they use. And, stuff. and I just have to, like, just sit there and listen. And sometimes I get made fun of because uh, because they're like, oh, like, you're so quiet. And then, you know, they're like, oh, it's because she doesn't cook. She doesn't clean. Stuff like that. So um, it just got really hard, I remember, like, for a little while, I was just like, I don't want to hang out with anyone anymore. Like, I just didn't feel like I was a part of the group or felt any connection. It's just really hard when you don't have people the same age um, as you around you until you came here I for a little think, visit. But <laughs> I think it's not even to do with people your age. I think it's just like to do with the mentality of people. Like you could have someone your age, but they're like, no, like the only purpose of my life is to learn how to cook and clean and like things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't even think it has to do with people your age. Um, yeah. 
maybe not maybe I'm just like making myself think that if there were people my age then yeah. I would have I know, think had more fun in your case it's just like limited people for you like you said like you came a little before corona happened so you never had the chance to kind of step out of that bubble and you know you didn't go to school there you didn't go to classes there you couldn't meet anyone that wasn't in your family's like circle um yeah so you were kind of forced to accept it and you know you don't have a lot of girls your age or a lot of girls like you don't have a variety of people to choose or even get to know to be able to add into mm-hmm. your like life you know um yeah so I wouldn't I wouldn't take it like I wouldn't I wouldn't take it, it has personally. nothing to do with you yeah I wouldn't take it first. yeah <laughs> I wouldn't take it personally it has nothing to do with you at the end of the day it's just the way the you know the place is <laughs> yeah I agree so now I have a question for you um <laughs> So in terms of the question, and this is what we've spoken about before, like when someone asks you, where are you from? Like, what, like, what are you going to respond to that? Because it's difficult. And then also, just before that, um, I also always hated the question of, do you like it here more? Or do you like it there? Mm, Whenever I would come to the Middle East. Oh my God, I hate that. Because they, they the way they interacted with you would be different depending on your answer. Because if you said that... I never wanted to give an answer. Like, I don't like either place more or less. Yeah. Like, it has nothing to do with the place itself. It has more to do with the people that I'm surrounded by. Yeah. Um, I can never answer that. Yeah. It was just, like, you're asking, like, a 12-year-old. And what would (laughs) they know to answer? Like. Yeah. And I guarantee you, they like, if you gave, if you asked them the same question, they wouldn't know how to answer it. Yeah. You know? Like, and, what do you mean? Like, Where do yeah. I prefer? And, like, it's such a broad question. Sorry if I could. Yeah. Laugh. But it's such a broad no, question. Like, like um, if they, like, were like, what school system did you like more? What? Um, where did you have more activities to do outside of the house slash school, like for with friends? Um, mm-hmm. You know, like there's so many different things that a person, like it, it affects a person in their day to day life. You can't just ask me. I don't know. I obviously made this too yeah. deep. But go on. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's like it's something that we had had to like think about a lot when we were younger because we kept being asked all the time and like recently I've just been telling my mom like I'm just gonna tell them the truth like I like you know the west more like I'm just gonna tell them and she's like no don't say that and stuff and I'm like you know if you want to ask you're gonna get the truth like yeah what's the issue with like but then I didn't get asked (laughs) oh (laughs) it was too late they just love asking 12 year olds that yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah. So yes, well, please answer the question of where do I like <laughs> when you get asked where are you okay. from? What would you? Oh, where I'm from? Um, that's a hard one because growing up in the Gulf kind of fucks you up because you can never be like I'm from here. You're always seen as an outsider. You're never seen as you know one of them or you know things like that. Um, and originally. We come from somewhere in the Middle East. Oh, no. We come from Iran. We can see it now. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I just um wait for context, Betsy and I didn't know if we wanted to mention where we were from for privacy reasons. Um so basically yeah, we come we come from Iran. Don't sock our families, I'm kidding. <laughs> um but good luck trying to find it though. Like there is millions of Iran people that have the same name as me. Oh. And then true, for you as true. well. We have yeah, we have very basic names. Anyways, um we never grew up in Iran. We only visited there. You know, we visit our we visited family during summers and stuff, but then that was it. Um but growing up in the Gulf, like if someone asked you where you were from, you'd never say the Gulf. You'd say Iran. But it was weird because I felt no connection to it. I loved it. I loved going there for summers. I loved being Iranian, but it didn't feel right. And then coming to the West, in the Middle East, it was fine. Like you didn't really think much of it. But then coming to the West is where it got difficult because I came to university here and um, we have a big international scene. So when someone would ask you, like, where are you from? Well, me personally, I, like, in my brain, <laughs> I'd have a seizure for a second. I'd be like, where am I from? Like, do I tell them the Gulf? Do I tell them Iran? Do I just say the Middle East? Do I say West Asia? Like, I don't know. I yeah. really don't know. And um, <clears throat> And also, we have to keep in mind, like, our physical appearance would never allow us to be like, oh, I'm from... I'm from the West. Like, yes, oh, yeah. I am like from the West and I do associate myself with it the most, but yeah. no way in hell can I go up to, or when yeah. someone asks me this I imagine, for me to be yeah, like, with, that's where I'm from. Yeah. With you, I imagine it's um, different because even if you say you're from the West, people would be like, yeah, but where are you originally from? You don't yeah. look like you're from the West. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. But I feel like then, if I said anywhere in the Middle East, they'd agree. They'd be like, yeah, you look yeah. it. <laughs> no, but and the problem what? is, like, they'll change the way they treat you. or they, Yeah, they, like... I was going to say that. I was going to say that. If I were to say I'm from the Gulf, they'd be like, oh, you got money. But it's like, no, I'm not from the Gulf. I'm not from from the Gulf. I'm from the Gulf. From, <laughs> like, I lived there the my entire <laughs> I lived there my entire life. But I'm not, you know... Um, yeah I don't know it's just it's really it's so difficult like and it shouldn't be this hard you know um but I think yeah. that like for, in my case it just goes back to the fact that I just don't feel like I belong anywhere or I don't feel any like link to any specific place um so if someone asked me that I just give them the generic I'm from Iran just to end that conversation but if I told an Iranian that here and they were to ask me, oh, like, no way, like, what part? Oh, did you go to this school? Did you go to, did, have you been to that place? And I'm like, no, I don't know anything no. about, I know nothing about Iran. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm such a fake, <laughs> I'm such a fake. But I can't, yeah. you know, I can't sit there and like, because people usually ask this. You can't when say anything else. They just met you. Yeah, but the thing is, like, people usually just ask you these things when they just met you. So you can't be like, right, so do you have time? So originally, my grandfather, and <laughs> my dad, and then my mom, yeah. you know. So just, like, mm-hmm. I, I just say Iran. But do I associate then, my identity with the most? No. I don't, I don't know where I I'm, associate myself with. Yeah, and I'm also thinking, like, about, like, language-wise. You know, when mm. someone... Because if I were to say I'm from the Gulf, I'm expected yeah. to speak 
Arabic, yeah, but I Arabic. don't because I didn't practice. Like I never practiced. Yeah, that's not my mother's that's such tongue. A good point. And so I can't say I'm from here. And then if I say I'm from Iran, then they're just gonna expect a pure Persian, and that's not what I am yeah. because I'm I now associate myself more to the like the Gulf and the GCC than I do yeah. to that. So. It's just, just then there's say, another country on top of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Can I just say, like, our community um, is very Arabized, if that's a word. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. we, like, what's funny is, um, this is a whole other topic that we'll t- discuss another time, but growing up and being in school, um, or just, like, growing up, I could never really hang well not hang out but I couldn't really blend in with the Persian kids you know um Mm -hmm. because we were so different because they'd be like you know they they'd want to date they'd want to do this and that and you know Persian parents are known to be very relaxed like they don't care if you date you they don't care if you do this and that but our families are super like strict um Mm -hmm. and again I think this (laughs) goes hand in hand with self identity crisis because you're yeah, being brought exactly. up with an Arab mentality but you're not Arab and you don't speak Arabic and uh, I don't know I don't know the first thing I don't know like I don't want to get too deep into this but um no but that's yeah, that's something with, we struggle yeah. with so obviously yeah. we're gonna big you know, time, talk about it big time yeah and uh, you know what it was in my case, like, I had, like, my parents come from two different worlds, you know? Um, yeah. I have, like, I have a very, very, not very, <laughs> I have a, you know, more Persian mom and then a more Arab dad. Um, and I, I mean this in terms of uh, not where, like, where we're from, we're not Arab, but the way we were raised like my mom raised us more like a Persian way my dad raised us more like an Arab way but then my mom got more influenced by it because she was surrounded by majority um of you know my dad and you know our community like that and, Persian slash Arab yeah, community yeah, yeah yeah exactly and um so oh my god like explaining this to my mom's side cousins was so difficult like they'd be like oh my god you live in the gulf you're so lucky you must like you must like be able to wear whatever love you want to do whatever you you must love your life and this wasn't just cousins this was like random people like me and I remember this one time um one of my professors in Iran because I took some classes was like to me oh you love you spent your best years in the gulf and i was like are you kidding they don't like, know the struggles they don't like understand. they just assume yeah. anything outside of that country is like yeah. paradise yeah exactly yeah. and i'm like honestly people in the gulf are way more conservative than people in iran like yeah. way more and no one understands mm-hmm. well i mean i i get why people don't understand that because of the way we're um, portrayed yeah, but the reality <laughs> is, it's nothing like the way we're portrayed at all. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Sorry, were you? Whoa, I forgot the topic of conversation we were talking about. But yeah, where are you from? And if, if this is exactly what we needed to hear <laughs> because this is the response. Like when we're trying to answer all of these thoughts are like in our minds, and we're just trying mm-hmm. to like try to figure out how to respond. Like. 
you know, my thing is I'm originally from Iran. I was born and raised in the, like, another country in the Middle East, in the Gulf. And I'm also, like, from the West. I'm also, like, you know, stuff like that. So that, that like, it can be shortened to that. But looking at me, it gets confusing because <laughs> it's, like, you had three influences, like, you yeah. know, like the way you speak is the West, the way you dress is the, um, the Gulf. And then I don't know, your food is from, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, like to be honest, um, like I don't really associate myself with there because even the city and the town that like I live in or that like your dad and like my family, um, are from and that we live in it's it's an arab iranian city yeah like it's an arab iranian city like everyone like like people there understand arabic they might speak it even and you know it's a regular like trip from the gulf mm-hmm. to that city and stuff so um i i wouldn't really say that i am you know an iranian to the point where my identity is that. And I think people can understand that just from the way I dress and speak. <laughs> so does that answer your question? Does no. Question? Do you guys know what's better where now? Because where are you really Because <laughs> where are you yeah, really but from? Where are you, you really don't from? look like it. Yeah. And you don't speak. Oh, you mentioned language. And I think that's such an important um, thing. Because, yeah. you know, if you know, I feel like when you know a language you can officially say you're from that place well in my case anyways um it doesn't have to be like that but um I feel like language really helps you with identifying with the place more but sadly I had the chances well I think I had the chance to learn more languages growing up but um either I didn't take it seriously or it just no one tried to help me with it um like people that in my family that did speak it um but yeah no language um I re- also just just so I don't get bashed um I don't speak the language either because because you're like no one in my ha- no one in my family no one in my family like <laughs> helped me with it and stuff just to yeah. make that clear like I also am not great at it like I still get made fun of and I'm still like struggling with it and have to try to practice more and stuff mm-hmm. like um but I, I guess think... I just have to like go on yeah I was just gonna say I I just have to like give it up to my parents that kind of mm-hmm. that you know still kind of made it a priority in my life to make sure to know the language especially I think you know I was literally gonna say uh, that yeah relating it to religion like my dad really prioritized that and then second to that it was being able to communicate with people here yeah well honestly your parents did such a good job even if it's basic even if you don't feel like you're like super fluent in it I think you have the uh, basic sound you have the foundation of it and from like you can easily build on that especially now that you're back home well oops back what did you just say (laughs) (laughs) do you have a minute i need to tell you about how this is in my home (laughs) well uh back in that area um which it's it's so funny because yeah 
No, I wish I wish my parents did what yours did. I think that was very smart of them. Just because it I helps think, you as a person. Yeah. I don't I, I think it's because your parents got um like they were still able to, you know, maintain their friendships and get through like you know, with communicating oh, with right, people. So right. they didn't think that it was, you know, made to be a priority for you because they did okay without it. You know, like, I mean, I'm sure your dad speaks it, but, like, maybe it wasn't as easy for your mom. Like, I wish, yeah, no, it was definitely not easy for my mom, but I wish, like, my dad just taught me the basics. I would have, like, even just knowing what is male and what's female in Arabic, I feel like would have helped me a lot because both languages that I speak, Farsi and um, English, um, they don't have that. They don't have the male and female, you know, differences in the languages. So yeah. whether I'm learning French or Italian or like Arabic, I I don't know how to do that. Like my brain has just never been taught that. And, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of tips and like tricks to it and stuff. And I think if only you were raised here and yeah. like really like lived with people that spoke at 24-7 yeah, and exactly. went, to, went to like an all like Arabic school, mm-hmm. um, then you would have been able to pick it, pick up on it like naturally. But being able to study that stuff is really hard because yeah. I did that with it, French and it was very difficult. And I can still say that it's difficult because I don't really yeah. know. No, French yeah. is like a whole other, whole other thing. And you know what <laughs> the thing topic. is like with Arabic, like I feel like every other language you can learn by yourself. But with Arabic, it's different because you have the like dialect. the general, yeah, the dialects. And you have like, you know, with Gulf Arabic, there isn't much resources on how you can learn it by yourself. Um, maybe like there's more popular Arabic languages that that's easier to pick up or like um, like Egyptian Arabic for, sorry, you, I don't think Egyptians go by Arabs. Yeah, but uh, okay, whatever. Like Lebanese, for example. They, maybe like a, um, the Egyptian dialect when they speak Yeah, Arabic. the Egyptian yeah. dialect. There's like music and movies and shows that you can just watch or even like, I'm pretty sure... Yeah, Lebanese, like, I'm sure there's a lot of TV shows and stuff where you can just, like, watch it and start getting to know it. But with the Gulf, it's so much different because you don't have as much resources to learn mm-hmm. from. Yeah. Um. So that's something I struggle with. But I don't know. Um, I feel like it's it's not too late for me to learn it. But because of, like, where my life is headed, I don't know if it's something that I should put my focus on right now or if I should just leave it yeah. on for later when I, you know um wanna add a language to my move back home (laughs) yeah move back home move back home yeah um i don't know i think it's always great to be able to like learn more languages because that just it's a gateway to you know getting to know more people communicating easily with them and even like for jobs and stuff adding that to your Mm -hmm. resume can be very um beneficial I just but love as you said, languages. yeah. Like languages are just so cool. And also, have you heard that thing that's like, um, I don't, I don't remember how the saying goes, but it's something like, in every different language, you have like a different personality. So you're different people in different languages. And I yeah. love that. And I really, really want <laughs> more personality. Yeah, I agree with it. I definitely you want more personality. <laughs> No, you know what I mean? Like, I love the person that I am in English is so different than the person I am in Farsi. And I want to add to that. Like, I want 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, basically what I said, different personalities. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree to that. And I like and I like that we can do that because and then also like when someone expects us to speak a language and then we speak a completely different language and then they get like a little taken back and like shocked, like that reaction is very entertaining. <laughs> Like, if they don't know you speak the language and you just, like, pop out with it? Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. no, that I agree. Well, to be fair, I'm not going to lie. I have been a little bit shy with speaking to fluent Persian speakers just because I feel like I'm not on their level. But in reality, like, my, my Farsi is fine. Like, I can hold a conversation. I am fluent in it. But yeah. I just have no self-confidence, sadly. Yeah, exactly. Now that you said that, I was just going to say, like, um, and we talk, we we spoke about this before when we said that confidence has a lot to do with how you're able to get away with things, even not mm-hmm. like not even just to get through things, but you get away yeah. with not yeah. knowing a language or knowing just mm-hmm. the basics basics of a language just by being confident because it just shows the other person like I'm not making mistakes like you're just not hearing things properly yeah. it's that type of yeah thing. exactly and also mm-hmm. like if you have the confidence and you're speaking it the other person isn't going to be like oh she doesn't know what she's talking about they'd be like oh okay, yeah she knows what she's talking about yeah I exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. confidence, confidence is, very key. is key <laughs> yeah yeah so I think we can finish things up now mm-hmm kind of put everything together we wanted to finish up with an advice and that is that you're not alone in whatever you're going through Um, especially with everything that we spoke about now like I'm positive tons of other people are going through this whether you know they're living in the west and they're from the gulf whether they're living in the gulf and they're from the west just anything like that Um, we should know that we're not alone Um, Mm -hmm. but for people that do feel that they're alone like I hope that they can find some comfort in knowing that um, there's other people that are experiencing similar things and that you can still live in a place where you don't kind of identify with but be able to get by and create your own community and find the right people to communicate with and to connect with and um, to just like take that step to go out there COVID didn't help with that stuff, but it's still, like, a possibility and that we shouldn't give up. Because that's, that's the route I'm taking right now. And, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to um, start friendships. And it's just like I'm, like, a young girl again going to school and, you know, just talking to random people. And you just kind of sometimes have to do that to be able to um, start your new group. No, I 100% agree with you. Like, um, it's really easy to feel lonely. And a lot of the times you have so many, like, the right excuses for it. Um, But at the end of the day, it's just like not giving a fuck. Like, who cares? (laughs) You know, (laughs) that was such bad Mm -hmm. advice. (laughs) No, I think sometimes you just have to keep reminding yourself of that. Like, you're living on this earth for yourself like there's no one else that's living this life for you so that's true you know just try your best to the best of your abilities and not force yourself but if you feel like there's an urge there's a feeling in you that you're trying to explore you know try to find that the your 
your group, trying to find like one person that you can bond with when you feel that loneliness, that kind of like isolation from your community, the people that you live around and stuff like just go for it. It's never too late. It's never too early. Nothing like that. Um, the time that you think of it is the perfect time for you to go for it. Yeah. And if you feel like you can't find that in anyone just yet, um, this podcast is here for you. Like, Sadly, yes. we can't respond to you, but we understand your pain and you're not the only person going through it. Um, so yeah, so we're thinking of starting a social media account or you know an email or something so that you can interact with us and send us your opinions things that you're kind of struggling through questions things that you want to you want us to talk about anything like that if you want to join our podcast that would also be that would also be really cool that would be really cute i agree yeah but this podcast isn't just for you know um Middle Eastern girls or whatever. It's for yeah. everyone. If you're also There's from no the West restriction. or... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was really fun. I'm excited right. for the next episode now. Was... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. Stay yeah. tuned. Lots more coming. Um, thank you for Click listening. that follow button. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.